Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening, uh, your preeminent pop culture podcast. I'm Steve, and with me, as always, is Jen. Jen, do you want to say hi? Hello, everybody. It's been a while. It's been a little bit, and uh, we uh, were brainstorming about uh, you know what we're going to talk about today. But before we get to uh, today's topic, you know, we just want to go over some current events. One was about. Uh, a week ago, which is uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Emmys, and then we have something else that like just dropped like ten minutes before we started <laughs> recording. But why don't we go over the Emmys real yeah. quick? Yeah. So what do um, you think? You know what I'm realizing as I get I don't know if it's like an older thing, but in general I'm just like so over like red carpet stuff and like all. Sometimes I'm like, man, do these award shows have to be? Like this long, that's like one like observation that, apropos of like nothing. Wait, but, but like the um, the red carpet stuff is not inclusive of, like when you're talking about the award shows being long, like they're long in in of its of themselves, of but itself, like as well, yeah. Yeah, but then you're, but then obviously there's like a, you know, one to two hour coverage on like E or something. That's I know. Like leading up to it, okay, that's what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, but in general, I'm just. I I don't know if surprised is the right. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not surprised. But I was like, huh, when um, and I wonder if it's also because like there were no betting odds for the Emmys, like there are for the Oscars. Like I make. Wait, are there no betting odds? No, no. Um, I mean, I wonder if there are, but maybe like in overseas markets. But like, I genuinely, I genuinely thought Squid Game, especially as the night went on, I was like more and more optimistic optimistic that like squid game would win for outstanding drama series but i don't know if that makes me like a fool in like no no because that actually happened in parasite if you remember like the turning point and the momentum like of the evening where it moved very much from like there's a good chance to like it might actually happen yeah is when it started winning all those like other awards that they were like um like up for like director and writing and obviously everyone knew it was going to be a foreign picture best for best right, international right. feature winner um i sort of had the opposite feeling for this one because i just that's what it sounded at, like at the end of the day like i think like succession is too big of a um a juggernaut to like for for it to have not won and so for me when it when Squid Game won for like directing and acting, which again, these are very historic things and I was very proud. And like every time I hear Korean on like American television, like it still really like When he went for lead actor, I was like, Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. But I also was just like a cynical part of me was just like, one, they're they're spreading the love, which I felt like it was happening. And then two I just felt like the votes were split between the two actors on mm. Succession. So, like, it just made it an easier win for him. Again, not taking anything away from, like, Squid Game hinges on his performance. Like, it really he does. balances so much of the, like, a little bit of goofy, a little bit of the stupid, a little bit of, like, the, like he just does so much with that performance that I think people just don't think about or talk about as much just because, like, Squid Games feels so almost like fantastical but like he is like 
so like he's so deserving of all that I'm not saying any of this to like take away from that but like yeah like when those when those two things happened like I just had the opposite feeling from Mm. like the Academy Awards um so I didn't really expect it to win what I was deeply disappointed about was um Ted Lasso's reign yeah and I honestly Steve like I can't tell if it's because like Jason Sudeikis I've sort of soured on a little bit in the past couple of months um I mean obviously like the serving of his papers to like like you know for child custody for like you know you know the whole thing that happened and I don't know if you've been following the don't worry darling drama but that literally fed me through COVID like I was living for that drama um because uh wait wait wait, hold on can I ask you something yeah so we're we're of the opinion that Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. I'm like, I think that's the, the stupidest uh, thing that to come out of that. But okay. yeah, it. I don't know if it's the stupidest because when I first saw it, I was like, did he? Uh, I don't know. There's like a little, but no, <laughs> obviously, obviously he didn't. But okay, continue. Um, but yeah, that that happened to coincide with when I was like in bed and doing very little because of COVID, and I was like, give me more of all of this. This is so entertaining. Um, but anyways, I mean, obviously Jason Sudeikis is involved in all of that just from the periphery because of his like you know relationship with Olivia Wilde and stuff. But like, but there's also been rumblings of like him just not being a great person, and I'm like waiting for like the Me Too allegations to drop. Like I I know this is like terrible, all very, very terrible to say. And now because of all this stuff, like then there's like all this stuff about like rumors of like Ted Lasso's like season three production being held up because he's being like a diva and like all this stuff. And like who knows what's true because like now everybody's just like riding on this momentum of like um let's just mess with all of these people that are involved in like all of this drama. But I, but all to say, like, it's not that I don't like Ted Lasso. It's just, I think some of the shows that were nominated are so much better or like just so, yes, like like, I don't, not taking Ted Lasso in its totality. I'm just looking at it the way we're supposed to, right? In its second season. And there are other shows on this list that are better than the second. And I love Ted Lasso. That yes. are better than its second season, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I literally would have been happy. I mean, I would have been so happy to see uh, Abbott Elementary, of course. But, like, even, like... I really thought it was going to win, Jen. What I really, we do like, in the show? Well, yeah, no, me too. Before, me too. I really thought it was going to win. Me too. And just, I just hope that before what we do in the shadows goes away, like it can get some sort of Emmy love at some point. And um, I don't know, like, I just, it like, just like left not a great feeling in my mouth. And also, I really also love Brett Goldstein, um, but like, I kind of wish it was, it went to someone else. And so it was just like a, I don't know. And I think that's what happens when you're on the top, right? Like then, then people like there's a backlash, inevitable backlash to like anything really. Um, but yeah, I mean it was all fine. Um, I didn't it really was care. fine. Yeah. It I, was fine. And again, I think we That's talked about this it. before, but like I literally don't understand the White Lotus like limited series kind of thing because I'm like, you're coming back with a season two. So like how are you a limited series? And just like that complete dominance there. Like, I don't know. I just didn't I, I thought the awards were fine and in a lot of ways like they did a really good job like kind of awarding a lot of different people but at the same time it just felt a redux of just yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of how the Emmys have operated. Like, in one way, of course, like, the Emmys, and, and we talked about it during the the, nom- the nominations uh, episode, right, which is that, like, how far they've come. Mm-hmm. But there are still some core tenets about the Emmys, which is because it's TV. Yeah. Because it's, like, ongoing productions, there is a bit of, like, repeat nominee. Like, there's some people that are just, like, always going to be nominated, and by virtue of that, that means there's a chance they will just win when maybe there are more deserving candidates, but it's, it, it always feels like it's a, a year or so behind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, for me, I think that's acceptable as long as they get the nominations, right. Which I feel like they did get the, except for the whole, li- but you and I've talked about the limited anthologies that that is a little bizarre, but other than that, they, I feel like they did get most of the nominations, right. You know, so I'm kind of like, uh, you know, that's kind of like how I balance it in my mind. And so I'm just like, yeah, you know, we'll live with it. And my hope is that eventually deserving nominees become deserving winners at some mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Even if it is like a year or two late, like I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some stuff that dropped like oh, literally yeah. half an hour ago. So, Jen, this is back, I don't know. I don't know how many years ago it is now, but you were like, Yo, you gotta listen to this podcast called Serial, and I was like, and I'm like, what's it about? Like, I, I, I'm thinking like the breakfast food, C E R E A L, and you're like, no, 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 no. Uh, is this like crime podcast? And I'm like, oh, is it? And the first time I listened to it, Jen, I could not tell if it was real or if it was fiction. And I had to ask you. I remember asking you like, yeah, hey, and is I was this like, like, wait, what? Real or is this like in a fictional audio book? You know, um, and so what you want to tell people like what you and I found out like literally half an hour ago, independent of each other. And then you asked me about it and I was like, yes, I have heard this. Um, so first of all, what was this, 2015, 2014? I don't even know. I just I remember, though, where I was the first time I listened to it. I was in the car driving. OK, with, like other people. And they were like, what is this? I was like, I know. Jen told me to, <laughs> like, Jen told me to, to listen to it. Okay, yeah, I think it was, like, 2014. This was, like, you know, I think Serial really was, like, the podcast to launch a million podcasts, but, like, obviously in the true crime mm-hmm. um, genre. But, like, genre. but literally, I mean, the podcasting, like, industry was born out of, like, the success of Serial. But anyways, um, Adnan Saeed, who was the first season, like, the focus of the first season, who was... Um, I guess, convicted and jailed for over 20 years, 23 years, I think, um, on charges that he murdered his former high school girlfriend. Um, I think there's been lots of efforts from both from his family and friends and then also just like listeners of the podcast like the podcast just renewed interest in the case and like it's not just it's not a very clear-cut case of like yep he definitely did it and he deserves to be locked up for you know whatever and so there's been efforts to kind of overturn his conviction or at least like um do a retrial and i think i don't know that those efforts have been very successful until like 30 minutes ago um he walked out of prison for the first time since he was like 17 um so now he's like a 41 year old um (laughs) and that's crazy to me that like i mean things like this do happen but it's just like it's insane that it's happened um and it doesn't mean that like he is like 
scot-free like I think there's obviously due processes here and like retrials and all that stuff but like it's pretty big news and um I'm so excited for I think Sarah Koenig was in the courtroom when when this happened so I think there's a new That's episode wild. coming tomorrow um or whenever this whenever our episode drops I'm sure they're the yeah. um the follow-up would have dropped by then but crazy absolutely wild um I cannot wait to listen to that I have not listened to any other season besides the the Adnan one and I know I'm gonna listen and I know you're gonna listen and then we're gonna talk about it mm-hmm. probably on this podcast um so yeah if anyone's been like listening to it I man what was it like just a few days ago I saw his name and I was like what it's like why is this what's that because I uh like you alluded to before but I'd every once in a while like it'll come up again you know, like, oh, like, these lawyers are trying to blah, blah, blah. And then it's always like, no, you know, that's it's yeah. not it's not enough. And I'm always like, oh, I guess that's the difference between, like, reality and, like, I don't know, like, narrative-driven, like, podcasts or journalism or whatever, you know? Um, but I don't know. There was something different about, like, the headlines I was reading, like, the last few days. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And I just ignored it. And then when it happened today, and you and I were talking about it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe it. I cannot wait to listen to I didn't even know she was there. I didn't know she was doing another episode. So when you told me about that, I got, like, really, like, jacked up. And I was like, I'm, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing tomorrow. So I'm sure um, she's been all over it since it's been back oh, in she the news. Ha- so, she yeah, has- yeah, yeah. Right? You think she's only going to do one episode? Um, I'm not sure. I now I can't find it because I think it was like a, um, yeah. Okay, actually, it's a Variety article, but yeah, serial to release new episode tomorrow. So I think I'm sure she'll follow it actually, but like mm. I think there's an immediate reaction episode that she's gonna they're releasing. So, um, I don't know. I'm so excited. And I'm just like, wait, do I have the um the podcast? Am I still subscribed to the podcast? I don't know oh, that I, I am, am because I'm definitely not. um I didn't love season two or the subsequent seasons but i'll turn the subscription back on so it drops yeah, agreed all right um so that's kind of just you know things that have been happening in the past week and now we can go straight into uh our episode and, and you know jen and i we were talking we we're like i think we were like hey what, do we, what should we talk about next i was like you know like let's chill a little bit i think you and i both agree let's chill a little bit i'm like hey what have we been watching you know we can we can always like do that but i i don't know if gimmick is the right word i was like let's do something like a little fun right and i was like let's do like a top five list and i think you mentioned let's do our top five favorite sequels right and so we had some i don't want to call like strict guidelines but we're like here here are some of the guidelines it can't it has to be a sequel but we were like no prequels is that right we said Mm -hmm. no prequels Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um can be like a two three or four it doesn't have to be the second one is that correct yes yeah um by chance i like twos so i most of mine are are twos but i think you know it's okay if it's uh like it can be like a third in a trilogy or like whatever you know um so that's fine i think you and i kind of disqualified certain like Marvel movies, because like technically they could be like sequels 
but I like that in an expanded universe is in is like really hard, you know. So I think but I that think we when we sort of when we sort of yes, it would be a case by case. Um, I guess a spoiler. I did. I'm not. I didn't. It's not. It may be in my honorable mentions, but <laughs> I did ask you like. You know, like not maybe not an. It had to be like a like a specific like straight. I don't even know how to describe it. Like straight line. So like, if I wanted to be like, um, can I talk about Avengers, um, like Infinity War, like which is a sequel to like Avengers, and what was the second one? I for, I always forget the name of Avengers oh, Two. Mm-hmm. Um, like I. F- Felt like that was okay. So like Captain America Winter Soldier is a is a direct sequel to like Captain America, like the origins. Oh my god, what is the first this the what first is the first Avenger? one called? Yeah, the first Avenger. Um and I feel like you had told me that was okay. Yeah, I think I like Infinity War is interesting because like if like if you watch it, right? Like if you watch it's tough. Winter Soldier I, I think is okay. Because you don't really need to watch anything before that to kind of, like, get it. Like, if you watch Captain America and then you watch Winter Soldier, it's like, you're kind of like, who the hell is Mm -hmm. Natasha Romanoff? But everything else, like, kind of makes sense, Mm. you know? But Infinity Wars is a little different because, like, if you watch Avengers 2 and then you watch Infinity War, you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, I mean, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out, I think. Um, But... You know, we have not revealed our list to each other. I personally prefer when we get, like, genuine reactions out of each other. And so we'll go back and forth one at a time. And this is not in any order because you asked me. You're like, oh, we, are we ranking these? And I was like, I, I cannot. I Like, okay. emotionally, okay. I That's cannot. That's fine by me. That's fine yeah, by me. Doing these in, in random order. Um, I have one that I want to ask you about right now, though, because I don't know if this counts. Even though okay. I tried, start. we're starting. Yeah, we're okay. starting. So I guess by like de facto, I'll go first because I I need to ask you about this one. If you say yes, then it counts. If you say no, then I've I'll. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll Who am I to say yes or no to anything that you? No, I no think because this is this. I don't know if this is technically. No, I know technically it's a sequel, but in the spirit of the way we're doing this, right? Okay, is Creed a sequel to Rocky Five? Um, I also have Creed on my list, so yes. Okay, so it, okay, so Creed is, cause it is right, cause you yeah. have to know who Rocky is. Yes. Right? So okay. why don't you talk about how much you love Creed, and then I'll just jump in because that's yeah. also on my list. But I'm okay. glad that we agree on this. Done. Done. Okay. So I'm gonna move hold on, on my sheet. I'm gonna move Creed back up here. Okay. So yeah, I love Creed. You know, and I, I love the Rockies, like the first mm-hmm. four. I love the I I. I can't say I've watched any single one too many times, but like as a collective, like as a franchise, I I don't think I could count how many times I've watched like those movies to the point where like I get them jumbled up in my mind. Right. You know? Like I think there's two ways of jumbling things up. It's like you haven't watched it enough or you've watched it too much, you know? Um and if you watch like some of the older ones, they they do get like kind of campy and it is like a little unbelievable and so for me like the reason i love creed one is like the performances you know tessa thompson uh michael b jordan even like sly stallone they like really really bring it 
Um, I still think like the first three movies for like Ryan Coogler are like unassailable. Mm-hmm. Going Fruitvale, Creed, Fruitvale Station, oh, yeah, so good. Black Panther. I mean, I'm sure I I know for a fact other directors have had three movie stretches where it might be better. But in terms of like the first three, the first three off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is just operating at such a high level, and it's bringing this like beloved franchise back from the dead. Yeah, you know, Rocky Five, and I think it was called Rocky Balboa, which is the sixth one. They were like pretty bad, and it's just like a for me personally as a sports fan, like they're just it's I understand the inherent difficulty with making a sports movie but this makes it look easy this makes it look good it it makes me question like why we don't have more sports movies again um Mm. but so i'll kind of like leave it there and kind of we can start the conversation with creed there but like does any of that resonate with you any of that makes totally totally um 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Even the music, Jen. The music totally, is fire. Totally. And, like, listen, like, I think, I think I love, I also love sports movies, even though I'm not, like, not, like, a sports person. Um, And part of that is, like, those training montages. And, like, Rocky made those training montages, like, what they are, you know? I like, like how you say that. Why? It's montage. Oh, montage. Mo- montage. What you're did like, I say? You're, you're like montages. <laughs> I also couldn't say the word auteur for a really long time. Do you remember? I like struggled through that entire I episode. I don't remember that. I was like, I don't know how to say this word, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the montage. Montages. Montages. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, I think, I think, well, first of all, Ryan Coogler is just like the best director ever. But like the one track shot of the fight mm. in the ring like it's that Leo. is yeah that is a technical marvel like i was just like this is this is insanely beautiful like i i just love this movie it's um not a blockbuster thing you know yeah like, yeah just have a lot of cuts you know it's a lot totally of it's so it, it's so hard to pull off from like a technical perspective like and everything has to be firing like uh, like perfectly for it to happen and so i don't know i was just like i i think ryan kugler is a genius and obviously a lot of things go into making a movie not just one person but it's it's under his leadership right so um i thought that you know what sequels do is what they should do actually is um it's to really be an homage to the original and i feel like creed is such a it like it's such a re- it puts such a reverence on the original and like part mm-hmm. of that is Sylvester Stallone and his performance he's so like vulnerable in this movie that yeah. I don't know sometimes it just feels different from like the younger Rocky but that makes sense because like we all grow older and become different and like you know um quote unquote better versions you know um it's so good at being a rocky film but it's really passing this torch on to like what's his name donnie like is that his name in the movie yeah. um donis donis um and it's just a it's a newer version of a character that we know so well and a black one at that so like it just feels so also like modern even though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of it is it's 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 a direct descendant of like some a, a franchise that 
like was like from like 40, 30 years ago. So I don't know. Um, totally on my list. People can fight us if like they don't think it's a sequel. I think it is. So we're good. Yeah, we're good. That's what it. a good number. What a good one to start with. Ah, and I'm glad great. that I, I now I'm curious, like what other movies like we overlap because you were convinced that we would have no movies I, that I was, would overlap. No, so that's the only thing I think in my mind. I was like, that's the only one we're going to. OK, there's another one where there's like a, a small chance, but I actually maybe there's a big chance. I don't know. Why don't why don't you go next? OK, OK, that's one. That's one off each of our lists. Yep. So this may be a recency bias thing. It probably uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. I think you know where I'm going to go with this one. I don't. I don't. Okay, it's literally a movie that we talked about in reverence for like 40 minutes the other day. It's Top Gun Maverick. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 100% like, wow. Okay. I know, um, but I, wow, okay. okay. I'm going to preface this with like, I'm not sure what's on your list because we, one, didn't share it, but two, like, I am not. A movie buff in the sense that like I do not have strong ties to like movies that have made movies so if my list is missing like the godfathers and the yeah, lord okay. of the rings yes, and yes, like yes, all yes, these things exactly. of the world that's because like I don't really have connections to those movies so like I had more I think I have more room to play around with my list because like i'm just not attached to some of those movies do i think they're like masterpieces probably sure but like i don't i don't really care so wait can i ask you something so, real quick yeah because yeah that so that you mentioned one that i left off my list because but it's like one of the greatest movies of all time right which is the godfather 2 mm-hmm. right? i love i love that movie but like you, I wanted to, like, play around with this list a little more, right? This wasn't like, oh, what's the best, mo-? like, you know? Like, we are um, movie buff yeah. geeks and, like, whatever. We're not Sean Fennessy. Yeah. Wait, did you, have you, have you watched The Godfather 2? Um, I want to say yes, but now I don't remember. Oh, but now, but, okay, so even if you did long enough ago where you don't even recall, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. That's okay. That's what I was just asking. But yeah, go ahead. So, from your reaction, this was this movie is not on your list, and that's totally fine. But I, I mean, a worthy what, candidate. I'm not saying like I'm not like shocked because I just thought I don't. I I just thought you'd have like more. But a little like behind the scenes is like when you and I first brought this up, you were like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, I was like, I have three out of the five, just like immediately. So I, I think that also goes to show like we think of like sequels differently like how much of it our mind space it takes up is like different too yeah so. but it, it, you know even if you ask me like what my favorite movies are to like, name top five i think i would just have to sit there and think about it a little bit because i have like contenders mm-hmm. like that come mm-hmm. to mind immediately but like yeah with sequels like i was just like hold on like let me go through my roster of like what movies yeah. do i love are they any of them sequels i don't think so so then now like so like yeah i had a little bit of like i need to think about this and i don't remember what movies are like sequels and what mm-hmm. are not so like yeah like we just had different reactions to this even though i had a lot of fun doing this exercise um um, but anyways, just to go back to Top Gun Maverick, the the reason why I picked this is because, like, I feel like it builds on a not-so-great first movie, and I think, like, people mm. think it's a great movie, and, like, when you watch it... It's what? a classic. It's a classic. I wouldn't call it a great. I wouldn't call it great. It's, not, it's a classic. It's not great. Like, there's plot holes, and also, like, the acting's, like, sometimes yeah, it's not yeah, great, like, 100%. and, like, it's not... And, like, you know, like, technology and all that stuff has come a long way, so, like, things look just look better now, and so I just didn't 
when I rewatched it to go see the sequel, I was just like, oh, I didn't need to do that. But like, I think, you know, this comes at a time, this movie also comes at a time where like movie going has been dwindling mm. in general, not just from COVID, but just like in general. Yeah, 100%. And this started, trend is a, started before COVID, right? Totally. And this is a great reminder why movies get made for the big screen because it leverages like that ratio aspect and like the that experience to to its like it just builds on why or it's a case for why you should go see this in the theater from like the sound to just like seeing it on the big screen and just like having to be able to experience like all the action scenes and the flight scenes like I think I think it just if I had to pick a movie that like would draw someone back into the movie theater, like this would, this would be like, I would just serve them this. Um, and, um, you know, I think that, uh, it's one of those things, like it's a movie that also just had a lot working against it. Right. Like it's comes like 20 years after the original with aging stars that like the biggest star in the world that like, also people sometimes are weary about and like don't really want to see because of his like personal life like it's a movie and it's also a movie that they didn't really need a sequel nor did anyone ask for it so like despite all these things it just it's it's so good and I and I totally also respect why he fought so hard one to make this but two like to make sure that like it was being released in the way that like he felt like it should be released so like I don't know it plays to both nostalgia but it also still is also modern and I don't know I really 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 like loved loved watching it and I I even though I know that this is a little bit of a recency bias thing like I I don't know I'm I don't think hashtag no regrets like I'm gonna include it yeah no that it, it, it is a worthy a worthy entry yeah no that I, I don't disagree with anything you said that movie's awesome mm-hmm Movie's awesome. Um, okay. okay, so what's your number two? Or like uh, not ranked, just right, right. My, okay, so two. my my second one is actually uh, Terminator Two. Ah. Um, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it that movie is so good. It, I think I'd even mentioned it to you before. I saw it like come up on Netflix, and I was like, no way. I was like, this is on, and I is watched it, on it again. Is it Netflix right now? I, it, it might have been or one of those. recently? No, you know how, it, I think it might have been one of those, like, you know, the, what is it? You know, like, that category where it's like, oh, leaving soon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. I think it was on the, and I don't know if it was Netflix or HBO. It was, it was on one of those lists for one of the streaming services that, like, I'm on, or maybe it was even, like, one of the ones that, like, you and I share. But it was on there, and I was like, oh. Oh, I haven't seen this in a while, and I watched it again, and I re- I'd always like loved that movie. I remember watching yeah. it. It's not super great for a kid to watch. Like uh-huh. I didn't get all of it when I was a kid, but then as I got older, I'd revisit every once in a while, and I'd get like more and more stuff out of it. And yo, it's like bad because like now when I watch certain movies. I take on the role of like the adult. I'm like, who is responsible for these <laughs> children? Like, mm-hmm. well, these parents are terrible. Like, and either way, like Terminator 2 is awesome. That movie, that movie slaps so hard. And it was How a lot shorter. How many Terminators are there? Three? Oh, no, no. Oh my gosh. Seven? <laughs> there's know. a ton. There's so many. And then there's a recent one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't. I stopped after maybe like three or four. Okay. Um, wait, but, but how this, many have Arnold Schwarzenegger as the? Oh, as the Terminator? Yeah. I think it's just these two. And, okay. and I think the okay. most recent one, he is a Terminator, but he's not like the Terminator. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, and so this, like, yeah, I watched it countless times as like a kid. Like, I remember sometimes like my parents would drop me off at like my aunt's house and she would have like the VHS mm-hmm. and I would just like watch it on like repeat. And, you know, like the nuclear, like, uh, Holocaust dream scene is kind of like wacky for a kid to watch. Um, and I wasn't entirely sure what was going on, but it, it, it still stands to like, even when I watch it now, I'm just like, this movie is so good. Like everything about it is, is so good. And I don't think I've ever watched the first one, which I think is like solid, but you know, something you mentioned about like what makes for a good sequel. And I think for me, a lot of the movies on this list, like, without verbalizing it or thinking about it um, consciously, I, I think one of the, my requirements was, like, it has to be better than the original. Yeah. I think that makes that's what makes for, like, a really good sequel. That's why I didn't put something like, you know, even though I love the movie, like, Cry to Kid 2 on there, right? Cause it's, you don't it's, think it's better than the it's original? Not be- it's not better than the original. Is it uh, just as good? Is no. That, would no. that meet your standard? Okay. I mean, that's, like, so hard to... Yeah, yeah. At that point, you're going through with, like, a fine-tooth comb. But Mm. for me, it's like, you know, Terminator 2 is so much better than Terminator 1. And not because I've seen Terminator 1, just because, like, that seems to be the general consensus. And I'm like, well, I'm not even going to go revisit 1. Because I just... 2 is so amazing. And it's one of those things where, like, Terminator 2, like, fills that Venn diagram of, like, stands on its own. But if you've watched one, you'll get something out of it, too. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, Terminator 2, I just, I love so much. I think it's one of the best sequels ever, I think, is definitely on my list for top five. I love, love it. And Arnold is good in it. He's, like, act, he's, act, like, he's, yeah, I sometimes wonder <laughs> what would have happened if he just kept at Acting? that. Yeah. Like I'll say this. He at some point he was one of the big American movie stars. Yeah. Even though he's not American. A hundred percent. He was a box office guy. Box you know? office movie star that you build movies around because you know he can open a movie. Um, and now, what is he just coasting off of his political life and? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I think he does some stuff like here and there and stuff, but and he still has like a huge following in like the bodybuilding and like workout community um and i'll say this like if you take a look at some like any action like who's like okay okay you know who's like a really good example it's like the rock right mm-hmm. like he can't do some of the subtle emotional stuff that like arnold is doing in this movie right right you know and and i like the rock yeah you know but or like vin diesel you know like they're just not going to be able to do the things that he does in this like he's this is like a really good it sounds so bizarre to say for a dude who who like like stereotypically when you look at like a guy like him like can't act and two is like playing an actual robot Mm -hmm. but he's doing things here where it's like it gets me like kind of emotional the way he plays off of like the kid you know 
Yeah. So, yeah, that's on, that's on my list. Okay. I'm into it. What about you? What's your next one? Um, do you know the Before Trilogy? Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't think of that. I'm okay, so, so <laughs> I'm so happy to ha- have that reaction Damn from you instead of, instead of being like, eh, whatever. Um, or like, I don't know, like, I feel like. Are you doing the second or third one? I'm doing the second one. So before. Oh, answer. Wait, what? I said that's the right answer. Oh, thank, thank you. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that um, there was a wrong answer here. I also, I also like the third one, but. Um, third one's good. But, you know, for people who are like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Um, before sun... No, hold on. Now I'm just going to get mixed up. The first before sunset. sunset. No, uh, the first one is before sunrise. Um, oh, so before sure. sunrise... Okay, so the before trilogy is like three romance films. Um, it begins with before sunrise, which came out in 95. Then before sunset, which is my pick for a sequel in 2004. Yeah. And then in 2013, there's a third one called before midnight, but it's these movies that star Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. And, um, before sunset picks up after sort of the, um, like, um, ambiguous ending of the first movie. Um, so essentially, um, these are two strangers, Ethan Hawke, Julie Delpy's characters who meet on a train in Europe and strike up a conversation and the movies are, right? Yes. And they're, the movies are just dialogue. Like there, nothing happens other than like, you get to know them. You get they get as they get to know each other um, through dialogue, really. Um, and I, I think it takes place in a span of twenty four hours. Yeah. Um, it's not a rom com in the sense that in the end, like, you know, it's like not like this like grand confession of love, and then they like promise to live happily ever after. Like, there's there's like magic and like the ambiguity of their promise to each other to meet like in six months or whatever. You don't know if they do. And, like, you know, you're left to sort of imagine whether they do or not. So then before Sunset actually answers that question, it happens nine years later. Um, Ethan Hawke is a writer. He's written about their time together. And then she shows up at, like, one of his readings. So it's clear that they didn't get together. And they both have very separate lives now. Like, he's actually, I think, married with a kid, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's you know, divorced. It's... Oh, is he divorced? If he's yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Because then it would just be, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't think I would have loved it if it was, like, an infidelity thing. Um, you know what it is? I remember because his, some of, I and I think it's important to note, um, like, the director, Richard Linklater. Richard does Linklater, love. All three. And mm-hmm. a lot of this is, like, the three of them kind of figuring out the story together. And I think yes. a lot. Yes. Yeah. So the first, the first movie Richard Linklater wrote, and then the second and third one, they all wrote together. Yeah. Um, which is which is great. And then I think the second movie was also nominated for like um, best screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes a lot of sense to me because I think they've the three of them have spent a lot of time thinking about and um, talking through like these characters, and 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 so like it feels very lived in, and there's like obvious chemistry between the two, um, and. You know, I think it's, like, interesting because, like, I think it's hard for a sequel to come, like, years later. And I think we've both been talking about movies where sequels come, like, you know, like, 10, 20 years later and whatever. But, like, 
it's like to try to answer some questions that like the first movie has set up and do, and do it in a way that's not disappointing to people who have like concluded in their minds about how characters end up or whatever. I think that's really hard to do. And I think like this, this movie like answers some very like specific questions that people may have had about like the fate of these people, but like, does it in a way that's like, I feel like it's just like satisfying. And like, um, also like, I think it's like really interesting to like, you know, it proves sort of that like things can be romantic even when it's like long simmering or like years in the making versus like- It's not dramatic at all. Yeah, like a post meet cute excitement that like rom-coms are like, like that hit of like dopamine and serotonin, like, or whatever. That's not this, right? It feels very adult and real because it, these are very like, like real adults, I feel like. So I don't know. Before Sunset, I think it's like so good. And um, uh, it just captures that magic. And yeah, so I would totally consider it as one of my top five sequels. Yeah, I j- just like really quickly, um, what I love about these movies is there's, it's about romance, but there's nothing romantic about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's super realistic. And I think part of it is that... Uh, the car- or the actors bring in like their real life stuff into it, and so the reason I remember he's divorced is because he goes off like Ethan Hawke's character talks about his like failed marriage and you know his his wife, and when you close your eyes, it sounds like he's talking about Uma Thurman, mm-hmm. you, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just and, and the third one is like just so heartbreaking in its realism. You know, when they are, like, fighting and stuff, uh, it's just... It, yeah. yeah. Movies are awesome. And the second one especially is awesome. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Um, All so right, yeah. what is your uh, third? Uh, yeah. Uh, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. It is probably uh, one of, if not my favorite movie. Um, you know, Star Wars really... I mean, you could make the argument that modern movie starts with like jaws right Mm -hmm. but uh like star wars really like movies don't exist the way they do like storytelling doesn't exist the way it does without like star wars and star wars obviously owes itself to like a lot of other things that predate it but in terms of like modern movies um you know a lot of it points back to, to star wars and so but star wars is kind of like a tough watch sometimes in terms of its pacing, in terms of how like annoying some of the the characters uh, can be, like specifically Luke, but Empire Strikes Back is so good, and I I like can watch it at any time. It still stands like the test of time. It nothing about it is like bad or and a movie like that made back then has no right being as like not campy as it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know this it, is the second right because Return yeah. of the Jedi is the third okay yeah. yeah it has no business being as like dark and as like emotional and as like magnetic as as it is to the point where it like it's better than any comic book action yeah, like anything in its like ilk, it's just so it stands head above shoulders. I think taller than than most most things, especially things that you know when you compare like degree of difficulty being made in like 
the late 70s, you know, like early 80s. I think it was 1980 is when yes. it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just has no business being as, as good as it is. And I think what's like really funny is that it was like, it, it was not critically well received. Yeah, because it was so dark. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it hangs and it ends on a kind of like a cliffhanger, you know? Um, and the good guys like don't win at the end. Like the title is literally The Empire Strikes Back, you know, like they strike back. And so, but it's, I love, I love that. Movie. And part of me is like, you take a look at like Star Wars now, and there's like, Jen, there's still to this day, to this day, trying to recreate like that i like to me i don't magic that magic that sense of like oh oh my god this is so good and i think some of the cartoons have have um the animated uh stuff have like gotten close to it i think the mandalorian has gotten close to it but especially like hard yeah yeah Yeah. we're what are we like 40 this is like the standard for all of yeah this is the standard for all of that stuff right all of the prequels and sequels and yeah yeah exactly. what they're chasing and yeah yeah so uh you know billions of dollars later 40 years later still haven't still can't measure up it's the best it's the i be- imagine that george lucas had the trilogy planned as he was doing it yeah yeah that's okay. the okay yeah, that's 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 correct um what about you what's your what's your next one what number are we on four no, no uh we did Oh wait, no. Am I? You're I'm on, I'm four. You're on four. You're on four. Okay. Um, Toy Story three, not mm. four mm-hmm. <laughs> or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that for me, I don't need Toy Story four. I don't think many people do. Um, because I liked it. It was fine, but like Toy Story three is to me is the true culmination of an era. You know, because that's the movie where Andy and Woody figure out like. The ramifications of growing up and oh. moving on, right? Oh yeah. Um, oh gosh. And one of the best action sequences in any Pixar movie at the end, right? Um, and you know, I think I was thinking I was thinking about this because, like, unlike Lightyear, which we harped on, where we were like, "Who is this movie for?" Yeah. Um, Toy Story three to me feels so clearly mm. for those who grew up with these characters. Yeah. For yeah. those who worked on these movies, you know, it be, it feels like such a nice like goodbye almost like it's it feels so personal for everyone like whether you were like part of so like it doesn't struggle with that question because it's it feels clear to me like this is a this is our send off and this is how we're ending this and like whatever which is why I, I'm telling you that like I don't think Toy Story four was needed even though I also enjoy Toy Story four and I like can spend time with these characters like these toys like any day. Um, you know, I don't know. I think it just asks that question, like, how do you let go of the past, but then you still hold on to it? Um, oh, just, I'm going to cry thinking about it. So Toy Story it's, it's that good. It's that it's good. It's so good. Yeah, it's it, so good. It, it's one of those things where it's like, I still prefer Toy Story 1 in terms of, like, uh, what you get introduced to. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. But 3, it's one of those rare ones where, like, the third one is, like, I... I still think Toy Story One is the best, but three mm. does this thing where it, it like it land it sticks the landing in a way that very rarely does the third in a trilogy do. Right. You know, like yeah. normally it's like the third one is like an imperfect it's an imperfect 
one filled with mistakes, but ultimately like emotionally satisfying. This is not that. This elevates that franchise in every single way. Every single way. It does everything better, you know? Just in every single way. So Just no, chef's kiss, you know? Chef's kiss is yeah. great. Yeah. It's great. Okay, this is now for me. This next one is the one where I thought might be on both our lists. So I'm I'm okay. curious if it's on yours. Okay. Do you have the Dark Knight on your list? I I have it in my honorable mention. Honorable mention. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yes. Uh, yeah, the Dark Knight. I I saw this movie. I I think I saw it like five times in theaters. Uh. Like, and I think I saw wow. it three. I think I saw it Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Like that. Wait, like in the same weekend? Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it came out. So like basically two consecutive days and like and then, yeah, a third day. I remember being like, I, I want to watch it over. And, and I had like certain questions like immediately leaving, not like the future of like the storyline, but just like, oh, I, I, I didn't hear this line that well, mm. or, mm-hmm. you know, what happened in that scene? Like what, what's going on here? And so I had to like go back and watch it and I was more than willing to pay for it. Um, yeah, it, it's not as great i'll be honest re-watching it mm, like older and i have to be careful here because i don't want to like insult people but it's also a, I, I mean it's phenomenal it's so good but it you could think its quality is higher than it actually is depending on what other movies you may or may not have seen Interesting. does that make sense, does that yeah. make sense? so it's like yeah. when especially when i was younger because I hadn't watched, I'd really only watched blockbusters at that point. You know, I wasn't watching a ton of, like, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson movies, or, you know, certainly not at the time, like a ton of like Quentin Tarantino movies or David Fincher movies mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Ford you know, um, or even like Martin Scorsese movies. So it was a lot higher on my list when I was like a college kid just watching the hits um and so as i got older i was like man there are a lot of movies that are a lot better than this but uh i've like also swung the pendulum the other way now where it's like you know what this is still a great movie though i think it's a yeah it's such a good movie it's still such a good movie and i i think the only thing that i still kind of like ugh don't feel great about is whenever Heath Ledger is not on the screen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it does come down like another level it comes down like one level a little bit um but I think that just speaks to like his performance right yes yes yes, yeah yeah yeah. um but still on my list because it's it's great it is still a great movie it's a little long but I think it's also like kind of necessary considering that you know they didn't make another one of these for quite a few years and kind of had no plans on it to be honest after uh the untimely unfortunate mm-hmm, passing mm-hmm. of uh of heath ledger did but he no, pass away post-production he got it yeah so before it got released yeah before before it got released yeah yeah um i think that the dark knight sets the standard for or like it's also certainly what comic super, movies, right? Mm-hmm, it's also what like superhero move, what superhero movies could be, um, and I yeah, think yeah, that the MCU has sort of taken back that mantle. And like when I think of like Marvel movies, like it's like they're like they're flashy, they're like poppy, you know. Um, 
especially like I'm just like thinking about like the advent like just the color palettes themselves and like it's yeah. just it, it never just it never gets this dark because the dark night is so dark you know yeah. um but you know I mean whatever but uh this is the movie that prompted the Oscars to expand the best picture category yeah. you know like it's it's it has had a very like tangible effect on um not just like pop culture but like the industry itself so yeah i and i think you you bring up some a really good point which is that it like obviously the mcu starts like before the dark knight like i think iron man comes out either like a year before or like the same year as the dark knight but i think the dark knight is when the mcu is like whoa wait a second like like we shouldn't just be making good superhero movies. Like mm-hmm. these could be good movies, like full stop. And I think that's the thing that like a lot of comic book heads. That's why we revere the Dark Knight because it's like this isn't just a good comic book movie. Like this isn't like right. Tim Burton's Batman or, yep. um, you know, uh, Richard Donner's like Superman, where it's like oh it's good for that like genre. You know, like yeah, rom coms. You know, it's like no like. It can this can be full stop considered a classic dramatic movie that just happens to have comic book characters in it. Um, and I think a lot it, it's funny because you can see the lesson that the M that let's let's not call it MCU and like and um Disney. No, not uh, I was gonna say MCU versus like DC. Let's mm-hmm. talk about their. The, the media, right? Let's talk about like Warner Brothers and and Disney, right? What Disney learned was like, oh, you can use comic movies and make excellent films. Like we mm-hmm, don't have mm-hmm. to do certain things. Like it has to be unrealistic. It has to be fantastical. You know, it has to be campy or you need this many jokes in it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be a kid's movie, especially, right? Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, it doesn't have to be kid friendly, to be honest. It can yeah, be PG yeah. 13. And we can make good movies, whereas Warner Brothers was like, oh, it has to be dark. Right. It has to be this color palette. Like, literally dark. Yeah, literally hard to see. Yeah. It has to be grayscale, and it has to be so self-serious. And you could see that they each learned different, though kind of related, lessons from this, from the success of, of The Dark Knight. And so, yeah, so it's it's on my list. It's one of my favorite sequels by far. I I will admit, like, my emotions on it go back and forth to a certain degree but mm-hmm. i mean it's 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 great it's a good time good time yeah it's a good even time though i will not be rewatching it anytime <laughs> soon yeah uh what's your last one my last one and i feel a little bit like i cheated and or like that i feel bad about this but not really mm-hmm. um i've watched every single the every movie that i've named and every like even the movies on my like um honorable mentions list i've literally watched the original or like you know like part one or one i have not watched i've only watched this movie oh that's like i don't know if that's yeah 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 yeah, okay okay um so it's mad max fury road oh that's a good one a sequel to all of the mad maxes i've never seen the mel gibson versions and i'm certainly not going to go back and watch a mel gibson movie now but um but you know it's the continuation of this like dystopian world right and um i just told you that i don't ever want to rewatch 
Dark Knight because it's so dark. Uh, when Mad Max Fury Road is on TV, I will watch it. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I don't know why because it's so dark and like not something that I would like sit there and rewatch. But like, it's just like visually, like it's like stuff that you've like never seen before. And like, you know, like when they're like driving down the desert and like there's a guy strapped to the truck, like yeah, playing guitar, playing guitar, like Conan. O'Brien once did like a parody where he's the guy strapped and like I can never get that image out of my head um but it's so funny and like it's just like it's like solidified itself into like you know this like meme world or whatever but um it's what this sequel is what this I think is so interesting about this particular movie is that yes it's like on paper a Mad Max movie but it really is it because it's like sharing of the mantle with like Furiosa who really is the central driver and focus of this film so um you know it's almost like it's like a not a passing of the torch but like a sharing of the torch to bring another like hero into this world and I think that they're making a Furiosa like standalone or prequel or whatever so we've heard that forever yeah and I should really google um whether that's actually happening or not but like but yeah it's like it's like a movie that's really hard to describe unless you've seen it like everything from like the mythology and the vocabulary of the world to like just i don't know like the visual assault of of the imagery and um all that but like you know i think like it's just a testament to like you know like not every sequel needs to as long as you sort of maintain this like creative essence of what made the what made the world like the original world like you can sort of flex and add as many elements and characters and and heroes and all of that stuff and continue this like world building and like I don't know I just I really 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 like loved it when I first saw it in theaters all time and again like rewatch parts of it when it's on and um yeah I don't know I just I I I think it's just it's it's a movie that like is just one of those movies where I was just like wow I haven't seen something like that in a while you know Mm. No, that's that's a that's a that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, yeah, I feel like we've heard about Furiosa like since while Mad Max, since that, Fury yeah. Road came came out, but I don't know what's what's going on with that. But um, no, that that's a good one. Okay, here's here's my last one. Okay, uh, my last one is. Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire yes. one with Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus. Yes. Um, I remember watching the first uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, and it was fine. I remember being like, oh, this is awesome, but, it, you know, because I was like a kid. And then some of them are, like, kind of hard to, to go back. And there's something about Spider-Man 2 that I think brings the best out of Sam Raimi. And I, I, I don't know what it is. There, there are certain shots where it's, like, clearly – like old school horror in in its in the way that they they shoot it um i think james franco is uh you a know good, very like, foil. good yeah he's yeah. very good in this one you know before he gets like really too over the top in in 3 um and you know a little dramatic in in one this is kind of like that 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 fine line i think you know kirsten dunst and, and toby are awesome in this as well alfred molina it was at least my introduction to to alfred molina and so i i you know i really enjoy uh i really enjoy the second one i think it 
again, it elevates everything from the first one, and it's, like, really, even if you don't like, like, for example, if you don't like superheroes, you you can't really watch the first Spider-Man, or the third one, to be completely honest. But this one, like, you don't have to be super into the characters. Or, like, the superhero aspect. Yeah, the superhero aspect of it to enjoy this this movie you know it's about a guy who yeah he has these talents and skills and you know, he's a superhero but a lot of you know part of the movie is like him not being able to be spider-man there's like a block mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and you know his the the villain of the movie is someone who he has like looked up to that has been corrupted by his own work and like yeah that's like literal but you know people can like resonate with that you know, and interpret that in their own ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so I think he takes a lot of liberty because the first one is, you know, it's like, well, you know, okay, so me personally, I genuinely think, like, this is where, (sighs) with other comic book movies, they either, like, were way too, uh, stuck way too closely to the source material or they, like, went off, and like crazy tangents like Tim Burton's Batman's and it's like okay that really has nothing to do with the comics he's just like playing around with the characters this was the first one where I felt like okay they're not sticking with the source material but they're doing it in a way where I don't mind mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know because yeah it can't, like comic books and movies exist in different mediums so but they're doing it in a way where I, I don't mind and I, I'm actually quite enjoying this and I feel okay. About it, but as time goes on, I will feel less and less guilty about it. And so I love Spider Man too. I think it's great. I need to rewatch Spider Man too. I rewatched Spider Man one, like the Tobey really? Maguire one, because um, did you like it? Yeah, and I remembered that I liked Spider Man. You know, sure, like I like like it, like on the recent rewatch. Yeah, I thought it was fine. No, okay. I mean like it's fine. Um, uh, but I forgot why I didn't I didn't have time no I have all the time I don't know I just I just didn't watch the second one but like now you're making me feel like I need to go rewatch the second one um because my goal was to watch all of them after Spider-Man um what was the last one with Tom oh no way home yeah I'm always like homecoming no way home like there's a home in it yeah um you know, after seeing all of them, like, I was like, oh, I need to rewatch these, but I just kind of stopped at the Tobey Maguire number one one, but, like, you are making me feel like I need to go watch the second one now. Yeah, no, watch it. It's good. It's really okay. good. Um, so, yeah, those are those are our top five sequels. Did you have movie. honorable mentions? Yeah, I had one honorable mention. I had one backup in case you said no to Creed, which <laughs> uh-huh. is... Again, um, not the authority on this, but okay. <laughs> uh... The Born Supremacy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I is that number that two? Born... Yeah, that's number two. It's okay. number two. Um, the Born Supremacy is the best one out of all of them. Uh, it's like the perfect combination of like Damon Greengrass and Gilroy, actor, director, screenwriter, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because like they do they collaborate on the first three, right? Which is Identity, Supremacy, Ultimatum. The fourth one, which is The Born Legacy, is just Tony Gilroy, mm. right? And then Jason Bourne, the fifth one, is just Greengrass Damon. And you can see how 
it, it's one of those like very bizarre. It's almost like scientific. Like you can see why the first three are so good because when it's just the screenwriter, you get the legacy. When it's just director actor, you get the fifth one, Jason Bourne. Yeah. And neither the fourth nor the fifth one are quite as good as the first three. Though I would make the argument, Bourne Legacy is actually like awesome. Yeah. I, I really like the that's the one with Jeremy Renner and uh, Rachel Weisz. Yep. I I really love that one, but Supremacy is like the is like peak Jason Bourne, and it's just so good. Cause I, I I like action movies and especially like that. I don't know if you'd qualify that as action. Also like espionage, like spy, and it's um not over the top. Even though some things are like clearly like they're taking liberties with like what kind of technology does and does not exist. Yeah. You know. Um, but when I just like it when movies that are clearly unrealistic do everything in their power to make it feel as realistic as possible. You know, and there's like a lot Absolutely. of like, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like uh, backstabbing and like paranoia stuff going on. And I just, I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. I so, yeah, that was, don't that was remember. My... I don't remember. I don't have an affinity for the born. Um, watch it again. They're series. good. They're really good. But yeah, no, I, I think I need to watch it again because. I'm also pretty sure I never. Did you watch these in theater? In the theater? I've watched the only one I didn't watch in theater was uh Jason Bourne. Okay, because I feel like I got easily distracted and like didn't watch it, but like I feel like this is like right up my alley, you know? I um, I think so too. I think I, think I think it is too. Do you think they're done, or do you think he's too like he's like I'm not doing any more of these? Um, he's not yeah. Tom Cruise, you know? Like he's not yeah. gonna do this until he's like seventy. So, um, exactly. do you think they're done? I think so, and I think I think Jason Bourne was their attempt to try again, mm-hmm. and but the character just like isn't the same without Tony Gilroy, to mm-hmm. be honest, the screenwriter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And I think he's, I don't think that relationship ended well enough where they're good. And I think Tony Gilroy has like moved on to other projects, Got you it. know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have any uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, uh, Winter Soldier and Paddington 2. Just kidding. I'm, no, I'm not kidding. But yeah, I was like, oh, I'm just going to mention these. But, you know, uh, we've talked about both of those at length. Um, yeah. So we're good there. Okay. Uh, so you had two questions for me I did. as a follow-up for I this did. for this sequel conversation. One was, what movie that does not have a sequel would you want a sequel for? And the other one, which you asked me like a little over an hour ago, was... What sequel are you anticipating, right? And so we told each other answers to the second one, so we can just go into that one. For me, it's Dune 2. Mm -hmm. I really loved Dune. I still love Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet. Um, I'm really excited for the next one. I was very excited when... Not to, like, bring it back full circle to, like, Don't Worry Darling, but it was like, oh, yeah, Florence can't make it because she's currently filming Dune 2. I was like, she's in Dune 2. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Super into that. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm also looking forward to Dune 2, be- mostly because I'm, like, I need more Zendaya all the time. And Florence Pugh, the best. Um, mine is, um, I have two. Okay, go for it. One is Into the Verse, Spider-Man Into the Verse. Oh, into Speaking the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Spider Verse. Yes. Um, 
I just really, really loved the first one or the, you know, the into the yeah. whatever. Uh, uh, who didn't? So like that's just stupid. But um, and then secondly, it's been getting really, really good reviews, which I'm very excited about. But it's the sequel to Knives Out called Glass Onion. Um, I really just think that it revived this like murder mystery genre, and um, I don't know. I'm like really, really. I, I'm I don't know I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah no that's good. Okay so, ready? Which yeah. movie that does not have a sequel would you want a sequel for? I'm like yes. very curious. So right? I asked you this question and then yeah. I was like shoot now I have to think about it. I just have one. Um, I'm sure I can think okay. of a bunch, but I would love to see a sequel to Inside Out. Unless they're already working on it, then this conversation they're working is on moot. It. Damn it! But like when, but when is there, when is the, I guess what I'm trying to say is I would love to see a sequel to Inside Out that is Riley as a teenager. That's literally what they're doing, Jen. Then you know what? Whatever. I need to work at Pixar. Um, <laughs> because don't you think that every, I mean, obviously, like all your emotions are like heightened and stuff. And like, don't you think it would be just like so much more fun to see someone go through fucking puberty like um oh my god Uh, then you know what i just answered my own question in a way that i didn't want to okay and now i'm upset you're gonna like my you're gonna you're gonna okay i was gonna say one but i'm gonna give you two because the second one i know you'll have thoughts on the first one is is rounders which is it's a i don't have thoughts on this have you watched rounders no okay so it's it's a it's a, a poker movie starring matt damon ed norton it's great in gen- anyone that's watched that movie is like, because it happened right before like poker became like a mm-hmm, huge a thing. deal, yeah. Um, and everyone's always like, "Where's the sequel? Like, they should do a sequel where he goes to Vegas because it's about him like figuring out stuff like locally in New York City." Yeah. And it ends with him like on his way to the airport to like fly out to Vegas, and people have always wanted a sequel, so that's yeah. that's one. And I was going to have another one, but I wasn't going to mention it. But because I can feel that you're a little, like, frustrated, disappointed with <laughs> yeah. the of a actual Inside Out sequel that is actually doing the plot that you have. Uh, I promise I didn't know this. <laughs> I'm going to let you share this one with me. Ready? Don't you think we need a Goodwill hunting sequel? Like, I need How? to know what happens. Like, okay. what? Like, yeah, I yeah. get, I, I like, I need to know what happens when he gets off the plane or I guess like gets like arrives you know I need to know like what so what does his life look like now that mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. foregone like and had to like go see about a girl yeah, like, yeah. That, like what does that look like you know could like do they are they actually compatible you know what I mean like yeah can he actually have a functional relationship because it's not gonna he's not a normal guy right you right. know he's had like a lot of trauma in his life yeah you know? yeah he, this, this is a guy who literally needed like therapy to even like be a functional human being despite his obvious like genius um and so i'm just like show me show me what this looks like because you ended on a high note and it made me feel great but like, show me what that actually looks like as an adult. Because he was, they were children, you know, at least emotionally, maybe not physically, but emotionally, they were children. So show me, like, show me what 
what the adult you know what it is show me the before sunset version mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no i think that um i would i think that it would make me sad because <laughs> like robin williams is obviously oh yeah, yeah, yeah not going to be in it and then i would imagine that things wouldn't have worked out with mm. because I don't think Minnie Driver would want to come back, you know? Really? Yeah. I mean, I think that t- enough time has passed where, sh- I don't know, I feel like they've made, probably made up and stuff, but, like, things are super raw between them for a long time because of the way right. that their relationship played out and stuff. So maybe I'm wrong, but, like, yeah, I would imagine that, like, I would think that his life probably would have gone in a different direction in, in terms of, like, because yeah. of um real real time stuff you know yeah, yeah um but yeah all right okay i feel better so then you know what? Maybe that's what the I sequel is, is like he clearly is not with mini driver or not you know? if she's like uh hell no you can't pay me no that's, what I'm like, no that's what i'm saying it's like maybe it's not her yes mm-hmm, like yeah. they mentioned like yeah like we tried it for a few weeks and i should have taking that job <laughs> you know yeah 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 you know yeah, I mean? yeah um yeah so yeah uh with that that concludes the the sequel section of our episode D- we didn't talk about this before do you have an obsession of the episode because i um, do i do yeah yeah um yeah. so my wife and i started the first episode of season five of cobra kai okay and i'm i'm like already so excited for this i wanted to keep watching but she was like ah she's like i'm too tired i was like okay fine but she's Uh, into it oh yeah oh yeah she caught up she she didn't watch the last season in real time and she watched all four seasons after i finished the fourth season amazing i was like i need you to start watching this with me yeah you know we were talking about like stuff we could watch i was like what i was like you're gonna it was when i realized what her like taste was kind of i was like wow you just really like high school drama like and it, and it doesn't have to be like but it can't only be that like it can't be like gossip girl you know but it needs to be things happening within the realm of high school drama and i was mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. watch this with with me and so yeah cobra kai right now is my obsession uh okay. i haven't finished it yet but i'm very excited to to see how this this season goes and they are not dropping all the episodes no i think they did they they dropped it all okay so you're just getting through it it's not like a she hulk sitch where okay got it got it okay all right yeah yeah what about you um mine is just the comeback of the the biggest girl group in the world right now called blackpink Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i'm like i see billboards for them yeah they're big and i now i'm going to chicago to see them with our mutual friend, my best friend, Sua, and her kids. Um, uh, Because they play right into that, you know, like, audience of little girls. Mm-hmm. Um, although they curse a lot in this new album, and I don't get it, but um, but the it, album is... Wait, okay. is this, wait, I have a question. Mm-hmm. And tell me if this is an ignorant one. Um, when you say they curse in English? 
they yeah a lot of okay, their, okay. Um, a lot of their lyrics are like half english just because like they're trying they're appealing to a you know wider gotcha. audience so gotcha. yeah they're cursing in english and i'm just gotcha. like oh okay. my gosh um also i think they also talk about doing drugs or there's a reference to that and i'm literally like oh hmm. i thought i thought koreans were like super against i mean they are so i'm just like it, this we? is like this they? is an interesting yeah oh my gosh no you can't even do weed you'll literally go to jail so really um, Oh my gosh, Steve, offline, we can talk about this. Um, it is the, like, they are, like, like an ant, like, truly anti-drug culture, and wow. there are, um, there I are like I should have known people. this. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really, really harsh, um, and there are literally, like, um, it's, like, one of those things where I'm just, like, I don't get it, but then, like, I'm just, like, I mean, I guess I have to respect that, right? It's the law, and, like, if you break the law, like, yeah, you deserve to be canceled, I guess, so, um, <laughs> So that's that. So Blackpink, their new album, Born Pink, just dropped on Friday. It's literally breaking all kinds of records. They're getting In tickets America? to their uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, wow. worldwide. Um, and then wow. getting tickets to their show was so difficult. Um, and I just really sometimes am like really flabbergasted when I see like things happen like this. Um, like like K-pop culture comes such a way that like you're selling out arenas and adding like shows and all this stuff so um i don't know i really like the four girls i think their music is fun and i'm into their album awesome love it i love it yeah born pink i saw a billboard for it and i was like i thought it was black pink but i guess yes th- that's the name of their album yep. i'm an idiot i did not realize that was no 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 you just don't live in this world you know <laughs> perfect um any i th- I thought that was a great episode. <laughs> we will, we're gonna, we're good, we're definitely gonna listen to Serial tomorrow. Yes. We'll back with that for the next episode. We'll, depending on how much meat is on the bone, we'll either make a full episode out of it or that'll be the beginning, first half of, you know, yeah. an episode. Um, definitely check out the sequels if you haven't for all the movies that we mentioned. I, I, I think for me, they're all worth revisiting, both yours and mine. Um, and yeah, we'll be on the lookout for more sequels. Cause I, I think this whole sequel tentpole franchise culture isn't going away anytime soon. In Maybe both we TV can have an episode dedicated to prequels next time. Oh, oh you if know there's enough, do? I'm sure. Yeah. We should do our favorite movies that don't have a prequel or sequel. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a ton, but yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so with that, remember to review, rate, subscribe iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. And so until next time, guys, take care. Uh, Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye.